Praise the Lord, mightiest prophet of the Lord. Amen. Now, Senior Bishop Joanne, now, so now, um, the Lord Jehovah, he spoke with me yesterday, twice, on two very important conversations about Australia, the church in Australia. In the first conversation, the Lord showed me um, the, the other one of the two, of the two witnesses. The other one is already in Australia. And he was already seated there. I could see in the place of, uh, of the meeting in the hotel also. He was there seated. Seated out. There's a bit of an opening like this at the balcony place. He was seated and he was going around also there. And so I have seen the other one already in Australia. And then come this morning. Um, then the Lord finally again showed me the other one now meeting the church in Australia and reporting to this side he reported here and uh, I've seen my arrival there in other words it's a very powerful church that uh, uh, Archbishop Dr. Amish has built there very very powerful the Lord spoke very powerfully wonderfully loved them very mightily spoke with so much love he looked at them with a big treasure and you could see the commission and his family very mightily. The Lord spoke so powerfully and wonderfully about them and lovingly. You could see that the Lord was loving them, the family, Dr. Amish, uh, the, the Archbishop there. And then the members of the church, they were all there. They had already come to meet uh, to meet me. In other words, I've already lived, as he reported from the site, I've lived to see the day of arrival in Australia. And uh, the church, very, very special, tender church, actually. A special church. And one young man was already talking to me about how the Lord has done things in his life. The Lord removed him. He was staying in a bad part, side of town. And now he moved to a good side of town. And, and so, and, uh, and the, the church came to meet me. I can see them already. One of them, I don't know, there's a doctor or is a... Is a medical student. She came also, and I see the entire church. They came to meet me upon arrival, and the Lord spoke very lovingly about the church that uh, Archbishop uh, Doctor Amish Adri has built uh, in Australia. In a very wonderful way, it's a very wonderful church. Uh, it's amazing the way the Lord spoke wonderfully about the church in Australia, and then they were taking me now where I'm supposed to stay during that time and uh, and I could see them, you know, they love the Lord their hearts are totally, now I could see their hearts, they're totally given into the Lord very, very powerfully so there is a very big hope in Australia and what uh, Archbishop Dr. Amish has done, there is a very powerful thing for the Lord, that's why the Lord will certainly the wonderful church he has built and how he loves that church and how tender they are. They love Jesus very much. The young, the old, including his family, they were there, all included in that uh, team. And then after that, I saw they had collected money. They have collected money uh, to give to me in an envelope, some money in, uh, in an envelope. Then I'm just uh, using this opportunity to pass this message to them. Don't collect money for me. Just use that money, give it to Amish, 
to Dr. Amish, you build the church there. Don't worry about me. The Lord will take care of me. That already the Lord has shown me that he loves the church in Australia, and they were coming to meet me there. They are the disposition of their heart. And we were walking now after I'd arrived. I've already seen arrival, and I've seen uh, the other one of the two. He already in Australia, in fact, seated on a, at the balcony, I think. Yes, and then he went and met them, and you he, he's going around, around looking at the condition of the church also, which is a message I'll give when I arrive there. But I'm talking about now the team that meets me there. The Lord spoke very tenderly about the church in Australia. I was very, very touched when I woke up. And uh, I see they had collected money. I think they had planned to collect some money to give me. Please do not do that. Do not collect any money for me. Give it to Dr. Amish. He's the archbishop there. He will build the church with it. He use it to build the church and do other things for the Lord. But don't worry about me. The Lord will take care of me. But the Lord has spoken very, very tenderly about the church in Australia. I've seen my arrival there. So all the heavenly emissary and envoys are now focusing on Australia, this mission. And that's why you see there is now a lot of this delegation from heaven on Australia. This conversation now, the attention that the Lord is now drawing to the church in Australia. And this is going to be a very important, refreshing time for the church in Australia. Because as it brings me there, the Lord is going to once more now reinstall the message of return to righteousness, the zero compromise in salvation, and is going to rebuke and bring to an end this porosity in Christian salvation and the modernism that has blended in within the Christian lifestyle. So it's going to be a refreshing time in the land of Australia and in the house of the Lord, the church in Australia. Because as it brings me there, even regarding the conversation I've not shared here of the state of the church, then you see that the Lord will once more institute repentance. He will bring back repentance and install it to the hearts of the Australian church. The Australian church. And uh, he will talk about righteousness. And now he will affirm the need for holiness now to be adhered to in their Christian living, in their worship, and also the need for separation from the world. This big separation that you see has consumed the church globally, and especially now Australia, because this is the focus of God the Father now, speaking with me about the church in Australia. And uh, this is a very powerful time. It's a fresh breather. It's a refreshing time, because the Lord is going to bring a revival, a renewal, in the church in Australia, for those that will care to attend. For those that will care about their eternity and want something more than the status quo in the church, the Lord is ready and is coming to renew the church, revive the church, to bring in a fresh breath and a new direction and announce the hour. Announce that this is the hour when the nations are busy preparing for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And this is the hour to prepare. This is the hour to prepare the land, to prepare the people, and also to polish, you know, the perfectioning of the saints, perfectioning of Christianity. So the Lord has spoken with me in a very, very mighty way about the church in Australia. 
and he has really loved the church in Australia in this conversation. I could see the disposition of the heart of the Lord towards them is nothing but love, 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 because they are a very tender church. And again, like I've said, I've already seen they were gathering some money in a big envelope to give to me. Please do not do that. Do not give me anything. And then I saw also chocolates. I saw chocolate. I saw some chocolate and so forth. I think they had brought in the room. Please do not put any food or anything, wherever I'm going to stay. But just prepare yourselves to receive the message of the Lord, to receive the big revival that is now sweeping the globe, to receive the message of repentance, to receive the announcement on the glorious coming of the Messiah, and to receive the instruction on how to prepare the garment of righteousness that you see in the book of Revelation, chapter 19, verse 8, but all the way from verse 6 to 9, though. The garment that is the righteous acts of the saints. The standard for entry. The garment that the Holy Spirit came to facilitate us to prepare. The glorious garment without wrinkle, without stain. So this is a powerful time of visitation in Australia. I've seen myself in Australia. And may the Lord bless the church in Australia even as I come to you. And there will be a big revival there. A big healing service will take place there. May the Lord bless Australia. And I believe that this is just the beginning of the mission to Australia, because Australia is big. Australia, there is Canberra, there is Adelaide, we have uh, Sydney, we have all the other cities that also need to be visited with this message. I strongly believe that this time around, the Lord is beginning a new wave of visitations to Australia that will spill into Tasmania and also down into New Zealand. So they too need to hear this announcement and prepare for the glorious coming of our Lord and Savior, the Messiah, the Lord Christ, the King of glory. So may the Lord bless Australia. And I was very blessed to hear the students from the university in Canberra also partake of the blessing that the Lord has decreed unto and upon the students, the university students that have chosen righteousness, those that have now changed their directioning and they are now geared towards the kingdom of God in whatsoever they do, young, full of energy, and now working for the Lord, revived, pursuing righteousness, evangelizing, changing their lifestyle, refusing status quo, separating from the usual decay and the dross in the church. So that blessing was spoken here, and it's my prayer that even as I finish this conversation today, I know that there is no translation over this because this is directed to Australia. After, immediately after this, it's my prayer that the university revival continues and many other universities from abroad also take the courage and the initiative to participate because you never know why the Lord has led me to decree this mighty, mighty blessing upon the students of the university because I was listening to them. I was listening to them on radio. And uh, I realized, wow, well, they are young and they are so revived. They are wise. Their words, the words of wisdom, they recognize the moment of visitation and they're making individual personal efforts to choose righteousness, to choose holiness and separation from the decay in the university community on their own. And that's when I asked the Lord if he can come in, step in, and facilitate.
them and enhance them and bless them and magnify their efforts. And, and now give them a push and momentum. And that's why the Lord spoke this blessing upon the lives of the university students. Because on their own individual capacities, you could tell the effort. They're saying that, oh, this visitation is very big. Oh, this is a treasure. We don't take it for granted that we receive this message here. Oh, this has now prepared us. Oh, our eyes have now opened. Oh, we have now chosen righteousness. Oh, now we glorify holiness. So you see, that was the premise upon which the Lord now blessed the students all across the globe. He began with this nation. And so it's my prayer that after this conversation tonight, the university revival that has been now bestowed upon the lives of the students will continue. And I encourage students from abroad and all over Kenya, all universities, even the tertiary colleges uh, like the Polytechnic, please don't shy away. Just join in, you know. Once you have chosen righteousness, join in because you are now aware from where the blessings have come and who has decreed these blessings. Because I think yesterday there was a very broad conversation on the visitation at home. But the Lord has spoken about Australia in a very powerful, loving way. And that has given me great hope that this now marks just the beginning of the mission, the emissary and the envoy and the delegations of the Lord from the kingdom of God Almighty towards Australia, preparing the land of Australia, the continent of Australia, the people of Australia, the church in Australia, the, the entire body of Christ, the congregations there, that they too may come into this mode of trumpeting, the perpetual, continuous, relentless trumpeting on righteousness, holiness, repentance, prepare the way the garment, the Messiah is coming, and create a big awakening and explosion of revival that the churches I see in Australia, the grand churches I see in Australia, may now be able to finally walk in step with what heaven is saying, with what the Holy Spirit is saying towards the glorious coming of the Messiah. Because otherwise otherwise it would be a tragedy to be in church and jump and dance and do the pomp and color, pomp and color, and then miss eternity. Because there is one thing that stands out very clearly, that now is very very stuck high, very stuck high now in the hearts of the believers that the Lord has said for without holiness no one will see the Lord. So that, that, that will stand, that will stand on that day. And I think every nation should be given an opportunity, an equal opportunity to be revived, to be renewed and to be awakened as in Matthew 25 verses 1 to 13, to be awakened but now they may prepare because the groom is coming. The bright groom is coming. The Messiah is coming. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. And I feel so much humbled and privileged that the Lord can send me to Australia. And I believe that this begins the missions to Australia. So most likely this will be one mission. And then maybe after six months again I'll make another mission for two more cities because Australia is big and the Lord has really spoken to me about the grand effort, the gallant effort that uh, Archbishop Dr. Amish has put in place to create an awakening there, to work in the vineyard of the Lord, to bring them all into the fold of the Lord, that they may know what the Lord has said, and that time has changed, and that the Messiah is coming, and that the benchmark of entry is righteousness and holiness, without which no man shall see, no man or no woman shall see the glorious kingdom of Yahweh.
kingdom of heaven. This generation has been beloved another notch, an extra mile, because you can see that many other generations need and long to see the hour at which there would be a deliberate global effort for the intentional, purposeful preparation for the coming of the Messiah. That this generation has lived to see all this. She has lived to hear the announcement of the glorious coming of the Messiah. The countenance, the message, the hymn, the songs of her tongue, the conversation in her heart, the visions now, you can see we are talking about the glorious stairs. The stairs for entry. In other words, she has beheld eternity with her eyes. So nothing can dissuade her right now from eternity. And that's why you see there's a big reviving in the, in, the, in the universities in Kenya. Maybe you're listening from Australia or from abroad, and you're wondering, wow, how awesome. What is it that stirs them and stirs them up? All students to be in love with Christ, to want the things of God. As you can imagine, this is a Saturday. It is Saturday on a month's end in a country in the university. On such a day, it would be a lot of immorality and drinkings and what have you. But now all you hear from radio is about the kingdom of God, the Messiah, righteousness, the blessings of God, the blessings of holiness. And if you hear all of them, you find their, their narrative. They think we were in a meeting learning evangelism when we heard that the man of God has decreed blessings upon the university students. Or we were out in a crusade with police officers who were doing this crusade, like uh, you had from uh, Festus Ruto. My son, Ruto. Oh, we were out there in evangelism door to door. Then we heard that the Lord has decreed blessings upon the university students. So that is an amazing picture. That portrait is very powerful, especially at this hour of the day, when students are involved in all kinds of homosexuality, immorality, emotion, on a Friday, on a Saturday like this, you know? So that is the picture that the nations are picking now about the church in Kenya. The young for the hoveness in Panyol. The young people now lift up for the Lord with full fire. And that too is what the Lord is bringing to Australia. And I believe that every nation should be given the same opportunity because the Lord is no respecter of persons. I know that the unveiling of this visitation and the messengers involved is a continual process that over time more and more new things and mystery is going to be unveiled. But meanwhile, the gains are so big, the trappings are so powerful. And so, may the Lord bless you, beloved people, the students, the university students. I encourage you not to sleep tonight, to make sure it's a full throttle of fire, revival in the universities. Even abroad, I, I encourage those abroad to join in. Don't miss on this one here, because as you know, the Lord sent me everywhere. He sent me to all nations, and I don't belong to any nation, as you can see. I think Senior Bishop Joanne came out very clearly yesterday when he said the foreigner, the stranger, the alien, the immigrant, the tenant. And so I belong to all nations, and this message belongs to all nations. So any decree of blessings upon the lives of the students in universities in Kenya, it appertains. It really appertains to all universities. Anyone that is willing can jump in, jump in, jump into the train and partake of the same blessing. But for Australia, the Lord has talk, uh, spoken 
he has talked with me and spoken with a tremendous, wonderful disposition of love towards the church. The remnant church that met me, he was so loving. And he said, look at how tender their hearts are. Look at how committed they are unto the matter of revival and righteousness and holiness and preparing for the coming of the Messiah. And I could see some of my students. I think I see one of them coming. He's a university student. I think he's a medical student and others. So I could see a lot of them and the whole team that met me. And uh, Archbishop Dr. Amish's family. So I am coming to Australia with a big smile on my face knowing that Jehovah, my God, Jehovah Elohim, is going to revive the church, do big exploits. And already, one is on the ground there reporting on this side, as it was even for pain and other nations. May the Lord bless His church, beloved people, the Messiah is coming. And I'm looking forward also to other nations like Singapore to open, and um, down to New Zealand, uh, nations like Malaysia, and the rest of the Asia to open. So this wave could be the opening of that entire truck. That trail could open now with this wave. Because like I said, immediately after the meetings in Perth and Melbourne, we will immediately schedule meetings while I'm there for Sydney or all the other cities. And back to Canberra also. That the same opportunity Kenya was given, the other nations too, may be accorded. Because this indeed is their right and for sure belongs to them. The kingdom of God belongs to all those that believe in Christ Jesus as Lord. And if there is anywhere they error in their Christian walk, they too need to be given this moment of refresher, reformation, restoration, and revival like the Kenyan church was. May the Lord bless you, the church in Australia. May the Lord bless you, university students in Kenya and globally. So that's what I shall